I, I constantly check on people. Sometimes they message back and sometimes they don't. Sometimes people are like, why is she messaging me? Well, you know what? Maybe you need somebody, maybe you don't. But know that I'm thinking about you. I'm taking a moment out of my fucking day to say hi. But people feel unloved, unwanted, unworthy. They are struggling to survive, to breathe, to eat, to even go pee. <laughs> yeah. There's been times I got bladder infections because I was too depressed to go to the freaking bathroom. I couldn't get out of bed with a damn. And it happens. But I'll tell you this. Things change. They do. And it does take work on your part. Okay, it really does. And it helps when there's resources and help available, of course, and sometimes there's not. Unfortunately, it's sometimes it's harder for some people to get up on their feet, to do one simple task a day or a month or a week. But there's going to come a day where change is going to come. There's a song by Sam Cooke, Change is, is Going to Come. I, I highly encourage you to look up on YouTube that song, Change is Going to Come. It's a good song. Starts off, I was born by the river in a little tent. I can't remember all the words, but I'll look it up. Hold on. I want to read you the words. I want everyone to listen to the lyrics of this song. Because it, it's true. Says, I was born by the river in a little tent. Oh, and just like the river, I've been running ever since. It's been a long, don't mind my singing, <laughs> a long time coming, but I know the change is gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Here we go. This is a very serious part. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die because I don't know what's up there beyond the sky. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know change is going to come. Oh, yes, it will. I don't think it's good to Sam Cook, but. Yeah. Then I go to my brother and I say, brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me back down on my knees. Listen to that. How many times have people who are suicidal and successfully unalive themselves literally reach out and scream for help? The signs are there. They're always there, but are you paying attention? Is anybody paying attention? And this is what angers me the most about suicide is when the person who successfully unalives himself dies and then people are like, oh my God, why did they do that? What were they thinking? What could we have possibly done to help them? Uh, gee, I don't know, fucking listen, pay the fuck attention, know the signs, okay, know the signs, people, 
They reach out and sometimes literally scream for help. Help me, please. But they wind up knocking you back down on your knees. It's like the song said, because they ignore you. They're not listening. They don't pay attention. And people are like, you know what? You basically just validated how I feel. Nobody cares, right? So they do it. They're either successful or they're not. Um, so that's basically uh, what's going through a suicidal person's head. It's how they're feeling. It's what they're thinking. That's what they're dealing with and suffering through. So please, if you're a mentally healthy person and of sound mind and sound, you know, you got a decent life, whatever, good for you. But you know, have an open heart and open mind and and be understanding, non-judgmental. And for those people who say or think that suicide is an easy way out or they're cowards or you know some bullshit like that no you're full of shit and you're wrong you're wrong 100 percent, flat out you are fucking wrong so someone's final moments <clears throat> every situation when they're suicidal uh is different first off sometimes they're successful and sometimes they're not. And personally, I have attempted 13 times. Now I have a dark inside joke, dark humor with myself. It's not funny, but it's funny to me. I obviously suck at trying to unalive myself. So I won't be trying again, but I have since found value in my life and realized, like I mentioned, that I still have purpose. And if I didn't, I, would, I wouldn't be here. Simple as that. You know, and I have kids. And, and the fact of the matter is, when someone commits suicide, okay, wait, I'm talking to people who are suicidal now. When you commit suicide, you know what you're doing? You're passing your pain onto others. Is that fair to them? That's where the whole, you know, where I used to argue, well, it's not about them. It's about me for once. It's my life. But think about it. No, it's not just about you. Because when you successfully unalive yourself, you're just doing nothing but passing your pain and agony onto others. And that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Because that's not their pain to deal with. That's your pain to deal with, period. It's your burden to bear, unfortunately. Okay? You have to take responsibility for your shit, just like any other person out there. Seriously, suicidal, depressed or not, everyone is responsible for their own shit, okay? There's always a better way out. There's always a better way. Change is gonna come. But most times, you can't just sit there on your ass and expect it to just show up in your lap either. Do something about it. Make changes to yourself. Make changes to your life. Even if you've done it a million times before, do it again. Like I said, you can't have success without failure. And sometimes you fail a lot until you finally succeed. I tell my kids, I tell them, like I said, you can't have success without failure. If you don't try, you have a 100% chance of failure. Then if you do try, 
you have a 50% chance of success, which is a hell of a lot more of a chance of success than it is when you don't try when you have 100% chance of failure. You follow me? So everyone's final moments is different. Um, some people, uh, they do drugs or they'll drink or, you know, they'll be in a heated moment <clears throat> and they're not thinking straight. They're, uh, they lose their ability to, to think straight or, um, you know, their thinking just becomes impaired and they make a rash, quick, bad decision and they attempt whether they succeed or not. Some people will um, get their ducks in a row, as you would say, and they will write out a will. Um, they will, uh, you know, write their wrongs, apologize to people, tell people they love them, um, which is in a form saying goodbye. So if someone, you know, like I said, know the signs. If someone is coming up to you and all of a sudden they're like, hey man, I love you. I'm gonna miss you. Where are you going? You know, you're taking a trip somewhere? <laughs> you know, start asking questions. Like, what, why, what, where are you going? Get them talking. Um, and if they start giving you their stuff, you know, start giving their stuff away to people, that's a sign. Um, they usually, uh, and then they'll leave a letter most times, sometimes, and, um, you know, as to why they did it and why they're, you know, they just wanted to feel at peace or just go home and, uh, you know, uh, so it's different. Some people it's in the heat of the moment and some people, they take their time to get their ducks in a row and prepare for it. But once their mind's made up, it's made up whether they succeed or not. So moving on to the topic of this, of this episode, spirit after suicide, what happens to spirit, to their spirit, someone's spirit after they commit suicide. Um, again, this is my personal beliefs, my personal experiences, my thoughts, and uh, personal, you know, everything. So agree to disagree, whatever. So um, when someone dies, all right, the spirit leaves the body. And <clears throat> that's when the, the spirit is transitioned transitioning or transcending into the spiritual realm okay that's where your life flashes before your eyes and you're shown everything that you've done wrong and you're forgiven you know and you get to choose you know you kind of get to choose uh in a way you get to choose like what you want to do with your with your spirit do you want to right your wrongs to go to a better place in the spiritual realm and be reborn and live life on earth again and basically be reincarnated. You get to choose your family. I mean, we do. We, and I know it's like, well, I don't remember last life, you know, but some people remember their past lives. Some people don't. Some people are new souls. Some people are old souls. It just all depends. You know, you got to be in tune with yourself and your spirit, body, mind, souls, you know, connection with the universe um but uh you know i believe that there's a heaven and there's purgatory but when you're in that transition when your body when your spirit leaves your body your you know your life flashes before your eyes you're whether forgiven you know and 
you know, if you want to get into a better spiritual place in the spiritual realm, you can choose to come back and try again. And until you learn whatever lessons it is that your spirit needs to learn so you can evolve your spirit and just keep evolving. But specifically with people who commit suicide, okay, it's instant regret. Once they've transcended and done all their shit, okay, and it's time to be like, all right, what well now? They instantly regret it. Despite what mostly Christianity, most Christians believe that if someone unalives themselves, they go straight to hell. First of all, that ain't true with a shit. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks. You do not go to hell if you want to live yourself, period. No, you don't. I don't give a fuck what the Bible says. Now, some people, Christian or not, whatever, believe that you go straight into the light. You're at peace now. You, you, you're with your maker, you know, your creator, and you're, you went to the light. You went to heaven. It's not true with people with suicide. They don't go to either. They don't go to purgatory and they don't go to the light. Okay. 95% of people who unalive themselves instantly regret it. Only 5% don't. And they, those are the ones that go to the light. The 5% could be, you know, people who are elderly, who literally do not have anybody in this world. Like everyone's dead. All their family's dead. All their friends are dead. You know, they're, they're at the end of their road, you know, like they're, elderly a lot of people when you get when you get old suicide really hits hard even if you've never had it throughout your entire life a lot of elderly people get old like depression and suicidal even if, if even if they're at their end of their life and don't have much longer to live naturally so if they're older and literally like do not have a living soul on this planet that gives a damn about them okay that's when they go into the light because they fulfilled their purpose really there's nobody else to really love them there's nobody other energies to you know help them or do anything okay it's a very small small percentage of people who actually go into the light after suicide but the majority don't okay it's instant regret and i wish i could reference this and credit the guy who um did this i can't even remember remember his name but he's a he's a legit credible paranormal investigator who uses utilizes um this tool which is called like a voice or ghost box and if you look up what a ghost box is or voice box is it, it uses frequency to pick up sounds and voices and things like that and it's kind of like like that and then like you know, it'll say something. Sometimes it'll pick up a phone call, you know, a few words of, of a of a message or something. Somebody's talking on the phone because it's through radio waves and frequencies and, and things like that. Okay. Um, sometimes it'll pick up TV, whatever, you know, but it'll pick up spirit too, supposedly. And uh, this guy, he specifically targets or gears his, uh, his, uh, sessions towards celebrities and for example this one particular video he uh was able to connect with robin williams the late robin williams everybody loved there's not one damn person in this world that didn't love robin williams that if any human being in this world 
I've never heard not one person say, speak ill of Robin Williams, not one, not one person. <laughs> and everybody loved him, but he instantly regretted it. And what caused him to, you know, to unalive himself was the uh, degenerative disease that he had. It wasn't Alzheimer's. I forgot the name of it. I can't represent. I apologize for that, but you can look it up. Just Google it, you know, what disease he had, but it, it made him of not sound, sound of mind and, you know, made him think, start thinking irrational because his mind started degenerating. And that's what led him to unalive himself. But he regretted it. And um, in the, in the recording, he was sad. He was still a depressed, like he still dealt with depression as a spirit. He's not in the light. And I'm sorry, you'd be like, Robin Williams didn't go to heaven. Of course he deserves to go to heaven and he will eventually, okay? But whatever his spirit needs to learn to grow, to evolve because of how he left this world, because of the regret, and there's no greater, lower, shitty feeling than regret. That is the worst feeling in the world is regret especially if you can't right or wrong because suicide is permanent when you're, when you're successful. Okay. And, um, and he was sad. He said he regretted it. And he said he was sorry to everyone. He realized that what he did, he fucked up. And that's the same with so many, a majority of people who successfully unalive themselves. They fucked, they're like, damn, fucked up so <clears throat> what happens to their spirit and, and what it can manifest like i said after they transcend they instantly regret it and what they manifest or turn into low vibrational beings okay and like with the example with robin williams he was sorry regret he was sad sadness regret so you know remorse you know so because of that, that's what keeps their spirit here. That's what keeps them from going into the light because even in the afterlife, they feel like they're unworthy of heaven. So in the, in, in, when they're alive, they feel like they're unworthy of living in this world. And then they go into the afterlife and then they feel like they're unworthy of living in heaven. It's basically what it is. And they turn into low vibrational beings and how they can manifest is they can turn into uh, energies, balls of energy of depression, even suicide. Yeah, even though they regret it, what they did. Suicide, depression, unworthiness, everything that when they were alive, what they were feeling, it just kind of follows them. And that, that, that's the energy, the energy within those demons of depression, the demon of anxiety and, and everything that made someone suffer it turns into an energy. Okay. And it's pure energy. And that's what it stays as, because that's why it doesn't go into the light. And when they attach to others, which they can, okay. The low vibrational beings can attach to people because spirit visits people. They're like, damn, you know, let's say they had kids or something like that, or a wife or a husband or a parent, whatever the case may be, you know, spirit visits us whether they crossed over or not. 
and they can attach themselves to someone and they attach themselves to that person's life force and then they kind of become like an energy vampire and they suck the life out of that person pretty much literally like i said they can drive someone you know there's energy of depression energy of suicide energy of anxiety energy of you know feeling unworthy so it manifests physically into that person that they attach to and it could be anybody you know uh wherever the spirit chooses to dwell or go to in the afterlife you know it could be a child let's say a new family moved into the house that they died in or let's say whatever you know but let's use that example let's say family you know uh they bought this house they know the history of it you know the person died in the house and suicide whatever let's say that's where the spirit is dwelling and let's say there's a child and the spirit attaches to the child it'll suck the energy force and it'll manifest physically and make the child sick give the child disease maybe uh cause a child to have anxiety or childhood depression or have them grow up to be depressed you know and they follow them throughout life you know and uh or it can attach to adults too you know they just they find a life force they find a life force to attach to or they can attach to their uh living family members or friends or things like that you know and um and then it just manifests physically, mentally, psychologically, you know, the person becomes depressed or suicidal, or they, you know, have a series of unfortunate events, or, you know, they feel cursed, or they'll, you know, whatever the case may be, it manifests some way, somehow. So how do we get these low vibrational beings, these people who successfully unalive themselves, how do we get them into the light? Now, like I said, a majority of people who successfully unalive themselves instantly regret it. Very small percentage actually go to heaven. But 100%, 100% of people who unalive themselves go to heaven. Okay? <clears throat> and I bite my, man... I don't really want to say this, but I'm going to say it, even though I want to bite my own tongue on it, you know, because it's, it's hard to chew on, but people, like I said earlier in the episode, you know, with the exception of low life pieces, of abusive shit, people who murder and, and rape and hurt children, or, you know, uh, make people miserable in some way, shape or form or take their life or whatever the case may be you know, except for those people, those types of people. Okay. When they successful, because it happens, you know, they can't face the, the shit that they've done. Right. So they'll kill themselves and yeah, people will be like the, the coward and, you know, good, good riddance and true good riddance to those motherfuckers. Good riddance. Peace out bitches. They should have never been here in the first, you know, nasty, fucking, disgusting, vile, evil people, okay? But the ones who are evil like that and sadistic and nasty and vile, this is a real hard pill to swallow, but the, the ones that successfully unalive themselves typically feel remorse. You'd be surprised. You'd be like, no, they don't. 
They're just taking the easy way out. They're just being cowards because they don't want to accept the responsibility of their actions and, and what they've done. You know, they don't want to sit in jail. Or, well, we don't want to sit in jail for life either because that's taxpayers' money anyway. So like we said, good riddance, right? And you can forgive them or not. I know if somebody harmed my child, fuck forgiveness. I don't give a shit. I will never forgive anybody for that shit. But they do feel remorse. And that's why they unalive themselves. Yeah, it's true. They can't face and accept the responsibility for their actions. That's also true. But they feel so shit. They feel so shitty for what they've done that they feel like the worst person in the world. And they are, <laughs> especially if they've done something really bad, you know. And they are. They are the worst, one of the worst. They're part of the problem, not part of the solution. However, they feel so shitty about what they've done. And that's remorse. It is. That they just cannot live another day. Which is a good thing. Let's be real here. Good. Get riddance, right? But that's remorse too. So those people, all right, shitty people. Well, what about them? What about their spirit? They go into the light? No. They can eventually though. Those people typically are not the type to regret it. Okay. But they do become, you know, like I said, in the spirit world, you can choose to come back to have your spirit try to learn what the universe is, is trying to make you learn so you can evolve as a spirit, as your spirit evolves and grows and learns lessons and does do better, be better, you know, make, you know, become a better person, evolve your spirit, you know, and frequency and things like that. Um, so, you know, they have the opportunity to do that. They have the opportunity to be reborn and try again, do a do-over. And even though it's like, you can think, well, we don't want that kind of person coming back into this world, but in a way you do not that type of person, but rather you want them to grow and evolve into a better being. You want that. So they don't hurt people anymore, you know, because if they choose not to come back and do better and be better, they're also low vibrational beings. And those types of beings, those shitty people who want to live themselves are not just low vibrational beings, but they can turn into uh, beings that are maleficent and malicious and, you know, purposely, even in the spirit world, they're hurting people. And that's where you need protection. That's where you know how to spiritually protect yourself, whether it be through a priest, a witch, or um, or someone of that nature, a, a psychic medium, whatever. Um, you can find people to help protect you. Or silver, uh, sage, things like that. Um, strengthen your spirit. You know, uh, words have power. You know, I pray protection over myself. I call on my spirit guides. The gods, uh, angels from the light, uh, you know, Archangel Michael or Archangel Gabriel, whatever. I call in the light to protect me. Simple as that. Um, 
but know how to protect yourself. Uh, you know, because those spirits can end up being bad ones. Um, as far as crossing over though, so let's say for the majority who are regretful and low vibrational beings, how do they cross over? Well, you need someone who knows what they're doing and has experience or professional, either a priest, a psychic medium, or a witch, um, someone who has enough power and authority and not bad power, not bad power, but um, more so like experience, like power, they're powerful, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they've grown their own spirit. They've grown themselves into being able to like have the ability to help others cross over. You can't just say, you know, be like a baby witch or a beginner witch and be like, oh, I'm going to tell them, you know, it's not just as simple as saying, go into the light. It's not like the movie, like the movie, uh, the little girl, the, uh, I'm coming to a blank here. What's the name of the movie? Poltergeist. <laughs> The poltergeist. It's not easy saying go into the light. No, no. You can tell them that all you want to, but they're not going to go into the light. Okay, it's going to take much more than that. So, um, but yeah, that's how you would get someone to cross over. Uh, and and it takes meditation too. You know, you really got to you got to connect with the spirit, and it it takes work. Um, and it will drain the person who helps them cross over it drains them of their body their spirit and everything so it takes work but yeah um that's pretty much it in a nutshell um it's it's always a sad situation all the way around when someone takes their own life it's sad you know when people have come to that point where they just can't go on anymore you know i've been on the other side of the fence too my cousin unalived himself on my birthday a couple years ago and my uncle his dad who he's a, a vietnam army war veteran my cousin that unalived himself was in the marines um my uncle found him you know heartbreaking that is when a parent finds their own child see children are supposed to go before uh after the parents the parents are supposed to go before the children not the other way around your child isn't supposed to leave this world before you do you know, so when it's when a parent finds their own kid dead by suicide, like I said, you're just passing your pain on to somebody else. You know, and he already deals with PTSD from the war and you know depression himself, suicidal ideation, things like that. He already deals with that shit as it is. And now he's got to deal with finding his son dead by suicide and dealing with that. So um, my heart goes out to my uncle and our own family too. Because, you know, I, I cry about my cousin sometimes and and I talk to him in the spirit world and things like that, you know. I tell I still tell him I love him. I always say, tell, tell him I love him, you know. I don't know if the message ever got to him. Apparently it seems like it hasn't, but whatever. But uh, yeah, check on your people. And if you're suicidal, reach out. Because it's not a way to go. It's not. It's not cowardly. It's not shameful. It's not easy. No. Fuck what people think. Okay. It doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what you believe and what you think. Okay. 
be strong. You are worthy. You are loved. And if you have nobody to tell you I love you, I'll tell you I love you. You may not know me. You may not ever get to know me. You may not ever meet me. You may know me in person. But I love you and I care about you. I care about you all. I care about everyone. I have a huge heart. And typically those who unalign themselves are the type of people who have a huge heart <laughs> too. You know, they, they literally wear the weight on the shoulders. So just uh, people be kind because you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what their struggles or their demons. And tomorrow is never promised. Okay. So let's uh, be aware. Uh, be thoughtful, be kind, pay attention to signs, you know, um, listen, help, reach out. I'm Anna Taylor of Anna Taylor Radio. This concludes this episode of Spirit After Suicide. I appreciate everyone who supports me in my podcast. I appreciate every one of you who has taken the time to listen or watch this podcast or any of my episodes and this one too. Stay tuned for a list of resources. And if you need help, get a pen and paper. Write down these numbers, okay? There's help out there. There's people to listen. There's people that give a damn. There really is. All right? Y'all be safe. Be kind. Please rewind. Just kidding.